Yeah, I opened. I opened, opened it right into the mic. Yeah, because I thought I think it's like cool when people are like, "Oh shit!" Well, these guys are fucking drinking you're on drinking the pod. A, you're drinking a seltzer. Yeah, but they don't have to know that. Right? They might be like, "Whoa, this guy's drinking heroin." I mean, I think they know what you're all about, though. Yeah. So. Well, but who knows? I'm smoking weed soon, and then maybe I'll just be a guy. That's that true. does all that shit. Yeah. No, that is true. You don't know. No. I don't know either. It's another early Saturday recording. It is, and I feel good. I worked out this morning. Hey, everyone, uh, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots, welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It's Blocked Party. This is episode 47. Uh, I am your host, John Cullen, and I am with my other host, Stefan Heck. Hi, Stefan. Hi, John. Did you work out this morning? No. Well, I did. I played Destiny 2. Ooh, that's kind of like working out. Sort of, Or your brain. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It took I don't a know while anything to install, about it. So, is it an? A, it's a first-person shooter. It's a first-person right? shooter. Yeah. I don't know anything about no, it. Anyway, it, we have fine. a great guest this week, and we don't need to talk about video games. No, because that would be stupid. Uh, our guest this week uh, is the host of Majority Report, and a, a great man, Sam Cedar, is here. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. To talk about video games. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Okay. What video games do you want to talk about? Well. Um, Sadly, I have children, and uh, I got married, and that uh, is sad. I, I since reconciled that problem, but <laughs> I, the last the last video game I really played with any intensity was GoldenEye. So just Ooh. to give you a sense of okay of how old I am and how how long it's been since I played video games. <laughs> GoldenEye is basically the Destiny Two of 1999. I think it was even before 98. It was like 97. 97? Yeah. 96. Do I hear 95? It's, you know what? I think it was 95 or 96. I remember exactly <laughs> where I was when I was playing it. And um, it was, um, I was going through a rough period of time where I was uh, drinking too much and uh, smoking uh, too much pot. Uh, this was back when I was a comedian. And... Um, uh, John Benjamin, David Cross showed up in my house with a golden eye set. And it basically, I spent the next, I think like 72 to 96 hours uh, <laughs> playing that and didn't want to get high or drunk because I was so addicted to the game. So, okay. So that's good then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. no, it was great. Yeah. This was like, you're giving us an insight into how H. John Benjamin became Archer. Basically, this was the... <laughs> This is the insight. Yeah, I'm not sure those two are related. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember GoldenEye was a very similar experience for me in that I rented uh, I rented an N64 for my birthday. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't it had just come out, I think, or like maybe it come out like a year before, but I didn't own one yet. So the video game store actually rented consoles as well. So we rented the N64 and I sounds very Canadian. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's it. Yeah, it's will probably get more. Canadian before was that uh, electronics boutique? <laughs> no, it was at uh, DJ's Video Hut. Okay, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Holland Landing, Ontario. Uh, I wonder oh, if it's Holland Landing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, you guys have probably you guys have probably heard of DJ. It's probably still there, to yeah. be honest. Right beside Vince's Country Market. Okay. Uh, anyway, don't mean to get too inside baseball here for all of our listeners from Holland Landing, but uh, but yeah. So we rented the console, and I remember thinking like. Oh, we're just going to play wrestling. I because re- the WWF had a video game out. We were all wrestling. Yeah. Fans. Was that so No I, Mercy? No, it was the way worse one. Okay. WWF Attitude. Oh, it was horrible. Possibly one of the worst video games ever made. But I rented Goldeneye as well, not knowing what to expect. Yeah. And then we started playing the multiplayer mode. And then it was just like 
Game life, over. Life's Nuts. over. Yeah. Life is over. Now, I just remember the scope on the on the gun, and I was that. I mean, you know, I had been playing video games since the first video game came out, um, Space Invaders. Yeah, and I mean, I was you know in seventh grade and would go to this uh, pizza place and play constantly. And to get to the point where there was a scope, which would, you could, uh, that was just, that blew my mind. And then I had to stop. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a sniping game that I, uh, it's called Sniper Elite. There's a series oh, I of, thought, uh, wasn't it like Sniper 2 or something? No, it's just called Sniper Elite. Is that the one where you can uh, well, shoot Hitler in yeah, the balls? So it's, uh, cool. it's like a World War II sniping game. Um, and I, the third or fourth one just came out pretty recently. And one, yeah, one of the, one of the appealing things about it is that when you snipe uh, a Nazi, it'll do like a slow-mo, like bullet cam. And then it'll do like an x-ray of the Nazi and like wherever you hit, like you'll just see internal organs exploding stuff, but you can hit Hitler in the one testicle and you see his single testicle explode. And I think you get like a special achievement for it too. For so. popping his one ball. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's oh boy. Cool. Yeah. Did he, what, did he, why <laughs> did he, that's too much. Why did he only have one ball? Why? No, but like, wasn't like a choice. Well, I know, but like, did he have like a birth defect or was it like a, did he get like removed? an accident? Oh no, that was by choice, actually. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So no, he could suck was, his own he dick. He wanted to stand out. Everybody needs a hook. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, okay. That could be it. Should I get right. one? Should I get one of my balls? I think one, I think one of his, well, when he got rejected from art school, he got really mad and like punched the wall and the painting fell off and the corner of the painting Hit, hit, hit one of his nuts, yeah. And then he had to get it taken out. not sound. That's, really that's exactly what happened, yeah. I think it's probably more likely he had one removed because it was just a personal branding thing. <laughs> I do like, I like the idea of that. We'll get to the bottom of this at some the point. Nu- yeah. The Nazi party. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, guys. Yeah. I was actually... I'm going to be here I, for the rest of this episode. I was more of a perfect dark guy. I never really played GoldenEye. Oh, really? Yeah. GoldenEye, for me, I remember, like, obviously the multiplayer mode, like, and that just became... I, so I was... If it came out in 96 or 97, I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. And that oof. just became, <laughs> I felt, I felt that oof right there. So I was, uh, I was seven. <laughs> and so I, I, that I'm just get to bed soon guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, that uh, became so. everyone's birthday. That was the whole, it was, golden eye. was yeah. just golden eye. If you either owned an N64, you rented one and everyone's birthday was a sleepover birthday. And we just played golden eye all night. And that, that sounds that like fun. It was those were the halcyon days, as they say. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, it was a good time. But we couldn't, you couldn't snipe Hitler's nuts in that no, game. So that's no, no. A, so who even or not? Sorry. So who even yeah. knows if that's good? I think you should be eighteen and over before you can do that. <laughs> that's actually a great. <laughs> that's call. reasonable. Yeah. That is very reasonable. Yeah, because I don't know, I don't even know what we would have done with the knowledge of someone having one nut at that age. Like I, I don't think that that was even possible to think about. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like that would have been out of the realm of my thing. Like, what do you mean? You I knew a guy at camp. Before, like uh, I think when I was probably well, maybe I might have been like twelve, who had one testicle. And this was a personal branding thing, also. <laughs> I mean, he's the only guy from camp I remember. So you tell me. <laughs> I. Man, summer camp too. I went to summer camp That's, for like five years. I always did. Would do, were they religious camps, Sam? Um, the camp was a little Jewy, <laughs> yeah. but it was not religious. Okay, yeah. See, because we had because uh, we had a 
we uh, ours was always like a Christian camp or yeah. whatever. So you'd have like chapel. It looks like are we getting a call? I am I on the air? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, we do have a caller. We do have a this caller. Is so cr- I didn't even know that we had a phone number that was published. Yeah, apparently we do. I've uh, been calling every single podcast <laughs> that you guys do. I've been phoning ever for the entire show, and I finally got through. And it's great to be on the. Sorry, air. caller. What's your name, and where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Maine Man Mike, and I'm calling from rural, rural Maine. Whoa, that's cool. So, is, are you? Is it Maine Man Mike, like M A I N E or M A I N? Hey, pick your poison, dude. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what I always say. Uh, so, so Mike, uh, I don't know uh, if you know this, but we uh, we have we a guest have, right, have now, a guest right so now, uh, sort of Sam Cedar, and we were just yeah, we were just talking about video games actually. So, if you could make this quick, do you have a question or anything like that? Oh, Sam, big fan. Uh, love, love what you do. Love the, uh, the majority report. That's the show that you do on YouTube. That's, that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Been a big fan for a while in my, in my local newspaper, mm-hmm. they, they wrote this, uh, they wrote this article about you and they said all this, they said, oh, this guy's a pseudo intellectual. He's a dope. He's an idiot. He's a nerd. He's a geek. <laughs> He's a, he's an idiot. He's a stupid dope. He doesn't know shit about shit. And I'll tell you what, I think you'll be happy to know that I, I wrote them a letter and I said, you listen up, you, you write in this article. I want you to know that me, myself, main man, Mike, uh, absolutely love what you guys do. And, um, and I will continue to subscribe. Okay. Well, that is very rude to say to our guests. I was actually going to ask, like, what's the chances I could get a link to that? That's pretty good. I got a press clippings thing. Link. Hey, what are you guys? What are you trying to bring it back to video games? And that's how you do it, baby. Bye. <laughs> okay, get Wait, how do you hang up? That's never. Yeah, happened I, don't, before. I, don't, I honestly yeah. don't know. I mean, we're recording this on Google Hangouts, so I have no idea how a guy from Maine would have gotten yeah. access to this hacker or something. Right? <laughs> that hat threw me off. <laughs> we got oh, we boy. got hacked. We did. So I really apologize scary. about that, Sam. If you want to, if you want to leave, we understand. We totally get very, it. Very, very rude. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that is a great point, actually. Yeah. yeah. Where, I'm in my home. Where, why would I? Yeah, that's true. You can just, Wait. you can chill. We're in my home, too. And you commented that you hate our sign. But it's... No, I didn't say I hated it. I just, <laughs> just thought it was very well positioned. I mean, it's not like, I'll, here, I'll go stand. I'm So I'm like five, nine, and three quarters. Did you guys quarter, invest quarters. a lot, Matt? I'm just curious. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, I know it's like. No, it was, it was, a, it was free. It was a freebie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. We have That's, a listener who owns a sign shop. <laughs> it's, it's like still too tall. Well, that's Stefan is too short, and that's kind of what you have no, to I'm consider. I'm a regular. Saying. I'm a normal height. I'm like the average height. I think the thing with Stefan is that he's so uh, sickly skinny and pale that you assume he's several inches shorter than he is. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that could be the camera angle too. <laughs> and they, they, it's, it's like they it's say, the camera subtracts ten inches. Yeah, something like that. That's what I say uh, when I'm. Yeah, it know. adds apparently ten inches though to the positioning of the sign. <laughs> So with humans, it makes you shorter. But signs, it, it makes it, it higher makes up. It yeah. Higher on a wall. It's right. true. And you know what? Our friend who does that's this. An old, that's an old TV <laughs> maxim. 
Back in the day, guys used to say that all the time, the cameramen. <laughs> That's why they don't have signs on late night shows because they're That's like, right. oh, it's just too, you could never get it. You well, never when, get they, the when they show right. the applause sign, it's like, how does the audience even see this shit? It's like 200 feet in the air, right? Yeah. That's why they invented Chirons. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is right. Damn. Chiron. We're learning great, a lot. Great word. Great pull. Chiron. Really Thank good you. pull. I don't think I've ever used the word Chiron in a sentence. Like out loud? Like I know what it is. Yeah. But I would, I don't, I never say. It does sound like a Greek god. Chiron. Yeah. I just I say that. I can't tell you how many times I say that over the course of a week. <laughs> Chiron. Yeah. Is that, if anyone ever uh, like unearthed a, a Sam Cedar, uh, like Christian Bale or Joaquin Phoenix-esque tape of you yelling at your crew, it would just exactly. be all, all Chirons. It would be um, like. Just expletive, Chiron, you, expletive, Chiron, get the you, expletive, Chiron, to be <laughs> more or less. The famous expletive Chiron rant oh, wow. of 2016 that we all remember. I, mean, we'll I keep like- updating it every, uh, every couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll see if main man Mike can get his uh, hands on it because he does seem to know his way around the computer. Yeah, so, apparently yeah. he yeah. hacked into this, which is so crazy. And we do. And just if you're out there and you're he thinking from Maine, he didn't I, I, like, I feel like he didn't have, really like, have an, an accent, accent, right? It didn't really have a Maine accent, no. but I've never been to Maine. So I don't know. To me, Maine is I went to camp. really okay. Yeah. Whoa, that sounds fun. Where in Maine? I only know of Portland and Augusta, Bang- Bangor, Bangor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. uh, that's it. Those are the only three cities in Maine. That's as far as I know. Good. I went to camp in Casco, Maine, I think it was called. Okay. Costco, Maine? That's crazy. Yeah. What a cool place to have a camp. <laughs> yeah, no, it was all indoors. <laughs> the beds were huge. The, everything was, we, we just stayed indoors and <laughs> laid in the aisles. <laughs> we played in the buggies. We didn't have a boat, but you'd be, ama- you'd be amazed what you can tow behind a buggy. I got to get back to Costco. It's a great spot. Well, you don't like the, so I want to bring this up again because you don't like the Costco hot dogs. Well, Which I just completely don't, insane. Okay. To me. Well, every here's what I'll say. People seem to be more mad. Sorry to put you on the spot. No, that's but. okay. People listen. Oh, okay, I say people. Listeners of this show seem to be more mad recently. Yeah. About my takes. Like, there's even someone who made a Twitter account. Like John Cullen doesn't like. Yeah. And the whole thing is just, just stuff you don't like. Tweets about stuff I don't like. And so I, I, I don't want to say this too much because I think it's another one that is going to piss people off. The Costco hot dog. Take. I just don't like hot dogs. Oh, period. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm sorry oh, about I'm, this. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Was I, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John doesn't like hot dogs. Oh yeah. So I don't know if, uh, yeah. I mean, you were right not to pay attention to that. Cause I'm, yeah, I guess maybe I just blocked it out. <laughs> the first time. Um, Yeah. I'm gonna, I, it's, it's not I'm gonna that one for a while. Yeah. Like it doesn't surprise me. I'll say that you've never had a big Mac. I've never you know? had a big Mac. I've ne- I what? don't. Uh, oh, well, you guys are Canadian. I ha- but well, I, it's not I've like had <laughs> does hundreds of big Macs. We do have big Macs. We have McDonald's here. up here. Well, that's the way it is with Canadians. Either it's hundreds or zero. That's true. That's true. Actually. Yeah. Well, I, up here though, it's called a, a big Mac grow Mac. That's oh, the thing. It, you got to say you have the, you the say French on there as well. Very yeah, important. No, that's true. Yeah. What is that? Is that true? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. time you go to McDonald's, you're like, I will have the Big Mac Gros Mac. You have to order it in French and as well. both as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in uh, Vancouver with fries avec les frites. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just the it's whole, a whole, it's a whole thing. thing. I mean, you get used to it. Yeah, you do. And uh, yeah, I 
okay, I will eat a hot dog. Okay. I, I'll eat like two or three a year. Yeah. You, you want to hear an okay? You want to hear an even worse take? Yeah. I almost exclusively eat hot dogs when I'm golfing. Well, that makes sense. That's fine. <laughs> I think. Does that make me so white? Well, well, I mean, just you're an adult. How many hot dogs are you supposed to have a year? I don't know. I guess that's a good point. I mean, I'll, whenever I go to Costco, I'll get one. So how many times is that? You'd say. Well, that's like six times, maybe. Okay. Right. So every two months. But then also, if I'm at like a hockey game or a sporting event, I'll get a hot dog too. So I'd say I'll probably have like a dozen hot dogs a year. Sam, what are you at for your hot dog rate? Well, I, you know, I have a six-year-old son, so I associate hot dogs with a six-year-old, and he'll eat. He'll eat. Um, he, if it was up to him, he'd have like six or seven hot dogs a week. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, I should say he would eat hot dogs six or seven times during the week. So probably closer to like 12 to 14 dogs a week he okay. would eat. Um, I'll have a hot dog at a sporting event. Um, I, I, when I was, was, was much younger, I, uh, I traveled through Australia and I sold hot dogs on the street. Okay. I was like a hot dog vendor. That was the way, part of the way I was paying. And I saw, too much <laughs> to ever buy a hot dog from the street again. So I'll leave it at that. But do, but, they, do they have like a, a weird slang name for hot dogs in, in Australia? Hot dogs. <laughs> they were just slightly different emphasis on the dog. Part. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Hot dogs. <laughs> like they were, we're learning a lot. This is so very far. educational. Yeah, no, this is great. I, yeah. I, I just honestly like even just retelling that narrow part of the story brings back images of things that I saw that I'd never want to ever <laughs> like. I I can't forget it was over. It was thirty years ago. Thirty years ago, Stefan wasn't alive. No, I was. Like just barely. Yeah, I was like zero. Yeah, you were yeah, zero. You were eating your first dog. Yeah, there you go. It's crazy. Um, yep. Speaking of learning things, this is a, uh, we're doing a segue. Good here. segue. Uh, we can we can move on to our social media update. Unfortunately, I'm the only one on the show who's allowed to do the okay, segue, so even this, though that segue. was good. Yeah. Um, uh, Link sounds like you guys are trying to talk about video games again. Let's get into our social <laughs> media updates. That was really good. Sorry, I thought, well, I just tried to keep the segue tight. No, that was good. Uh, Sam, we always like to start with the guests. What's going on with your social media? I was waiting for like some type of like roll in, it sounded like. Well, there is, uh, yeah, we we give give a little little break. Yeah, and then then our our producer in post is going to add a sound effect or some sort of musical sting. Yeah, theme. So my social media is is almost exclusively Twitter. I mean, I, for me personally, yeah. the, the show has an Instagram account, um, which people can follow at majorityreport.fm, which is exceptional, but I don't really uh, do that one. And the show has a Twitter account, but I do my own uh, Twitter account. Um, I mean, I get most of the ideas from a whole team of people, but I'm the one who types it in. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I have basically two uh, you know, I, 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 tweet out news stuff, uh, that I find and, uh, comments about how horrible George Bush is. And then, um, you know, it, it actually relates to how, who I got blocked, but I won't, uh, I won't tease that part yet, but 
Um, what I've been doing lately is going, uh, trying to uh, engage with Steven Crowder a little bit. Oh, okay. we've had him as a block and, on this show. Yeah. And um, Steven is yet to block me. I think it's a matter of time, but I, I don't know if he wants to give me the satisfaction. Um, but so uh, Steven has been like sort of dodging me in terms of uh, a debate. And I accidentally recorded a conversation that I had with someone who was a booker from a conference where we were supposed to debate. And um, on that accidental recording that I had, uh, she had mentioned that he got cold feet and uh, that she thought maybe it might be his dad who uh, was keeping him out of the debate because apparently he's his manager. What? And, yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, we started calling him Cold Feet Crowder. <laughs> and um, this went along with an email that I had pretended to be somebody else. And I think Gavin McGinnis had pretended to be somebody else. And he ostensibly was, or I should say, I heard from his uh, supposed producer for his show where he was offering me money to come on his show to debate Steven Crowder. And my um, fake persona was engaging with his fake persona <laughs> and said, you know, like, yeah, Sam's interested in doing Crowder. And then Crowder wouldn't do it. And Gavin's fake persona basically laid it out for me, making uh, Crowder look pretty bad. So we we read that and played the accidental recording of the telephone call. And uh, now people have been going and paying for cameos. Do you know what that is? Oh, <laughs> we are very familiar. With oh, cameo. we're very familiar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Once so, a month, we do a, we do a bonus episode where we just review cameos. Well, there is now a new genre of cameos. <laughs> and that is the Stephen... Why won't you debate Sam? <laughs> you have cold feet. Let your dad, you know. So, <laughs> so these cameos. So so fans started just hiring people to do it. So Tommy Lauren has done one. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Scaramucci has done one. <laughs> ben Ferguson has done one. Chris Hansen of Catch a Predator has done one. Oh, my God. Dee Wallace, the woman who played the mom on E.T. has done one. Uh, there's, there's more. I can't remember them all now. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson did one. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was... He's allowed on cameo. Yeah, apparently, anybody is, and um, I, I, God knows how many more are are being commissioned at the moment. I feel like they've run through everybody. Oh, uh, Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo, the actor. Oh, uh, he's a classic. Didn't you get an original cameo? We got from him? we got one from Kevin Sorbo as but well. But it wasn't even on cameo. That it was, was like when a, it was on, that, that was two years ago. Celebvm.com. Right before yes. he was on cameo, so, even. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of like uh, pushing those out to Steven. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure he has me muted, but <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, so that's basically it. I mean, that's my, you know, but it's basically I tweet out stuff like. Uh, you know, uh, George Bush is horrible at different times or, and I, you know, I use it, I use it in a couple of different ways. I used to go um, back and forth with uh, Andrew Breitbart until he died. Right. Um, I don't think that's related. I don't think, it, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it's possible, 
because I know I got under his skin quite a bit. We we met in person at one point, um, and it, it it got a little heated. And um, but well, his final post was him like yelling at someone. Yeah. So yeah. and um, uh, so that's what I I do a lot of of that uh, for the most part. That is, uh, I, I mean, that. that's I'm great. so glad you brought up cameo too. I, I, yeah. uh, if you're if you're looking for a great cameo, a good value, Polly Shore. Uh, oh, that could be pretty good. I, I, it seems like sort of like almost too on the nose. <laughs> I mean, watch a couple of his cameos. He's he too is, expensive now. Well, yeah, he raised his price because two fifty now. He raised his price a wow. hundred dollars after we bought a cameo from him because we made him record um, uh, kind of an anti circumcision yeah. PSA. That's right. Uh, and so he recorded that for us. And then I guess he realized like, oh, I should be charging. Like I should be charging more. more for this. Like Pauly Shore is, I think we've talked, we've talked about this before. He's the perfect cameo guy because he's like a washed celebrity, which I feel like is funny on its face. And then he, he, you get exactly what you want from him. Like he, he's kind he goes of off book. He rambles. He, goes, he rambles. He's always dressed very shabbily. Uh, he seems confused sometimes. He will he'll, he'll pronounce your name wrong. Everything for sure. he coughs at least once in every single cameo quite loudly. Um, I don't understand. I mean, like Kevin Sorbo was clearly doing it to promote his video, his movies. Although yeah. I just, I don't understand. I honestly, I've been offered you know, cameo people have contacted me to do cameos and I can't possibly think of a scenario where I like how desperate I'd have to be <laughs> or just, I just, I mean, I, like I'm trying to figure out, like, I've been, like I've been fascinated by this. Like, and I can understand it. Like, okay, if you're, if you're D Wallace and you're the, uh, you have to intro your cameo with like, I'm the mom from ET I can understand why you're doing it because it's like oh maybe I can make an extra five six hundred bucks a week and I'm going to say very sweet things to people and that's it and um you know uh I meanwhile I'm just going on with my life and it's an extra you know an extra twelve hundred bucks uh or two thousand bucks a month that's great but for people who are sort of like you know in any way have any type of like presence on social media or just you know I, I don't understand. Like, it seems like a huge liability, like to me. It's, I mean, I don't know. It's dangerous because like Brett Favre is on there and he raised his price a lot because I, I believe he uh, was like tricked into doing a cameo for like a white nationalist group. Yes, he was. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and, and if I was a white nationalist group and Brett Favre was paying, was cost a thousand dollars, I would just raise that money. And go and hire him to do it again. Yeah. Um, well, and I don't even think it was him. Like someone did it. Yeah. You said they tri like they tricked it. Like it wasn't even the white nationalist group. They got it for free. They got the like free press. Yeah. Someone doing it on their. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like ironically, yeah. like being like, oh, let's see if I can get Brett Favre to, you know, he should have known a lot of exposure for not necessarily a lot of money. Like, I mean, you really have to be at the end of the road. It, it feels to me like that is. There's no other exit. It's kind of like the new doing porn. 
You know, like like it's tough to tell people like, hey, I I do porn or whatever. It's like because these videos like, like are how, just like how John Bobbitt did porn now, and he might be on Cameo actually. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. and but he is like that's what I mean. Like anyone on Cameo, it's like those videos are just there forever. That's more what I'm getting at. I don't actually right. think it's like porn, right. but it's like you could record like Brett Favre, the white nationalist thing. Like that's just on the internet forever. Yeah. Of him I, being I, like, hey, I think it's really cool. This whole, uh, I mean, you should have known they were called the white knights of hatred. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, it um, is a weird, I don't know. I think it's like, it's one of the two things. It's like you're either at the very end of your rope or you're like at the beginning of your rope. But how does and you're it like, help holy shit, I can make extra money. People even like, know. Porno, who I can see helping you at the beginning of your career. That's how much of my show got uh, launched in many respects. But <laughs> yeah, um, the I don't understand how that works with Cameo. So it's yeah, yeah I, I mean it's my favorite website right now. It's for, unbelievable. For all the it's never ending discussed. content. We do we do one bonus episode a month where we just review public cameos. We usually buy one too, but we also just you just look at the website and you just look at the free cameos. It's just, it's like this, it's ed- just this endless infinite content. source of content. It's, it's, un, it's, it's un, unreal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, love I it. wonder if you could actually like make a movie of just, you know, get enough cameos from enough um, celebrities that you could maybe make a movie that you could cut together and just sell overseas. Yeah. They already did that. It was called Anchorman two. I mean, we're, we're sort of doing that now in that we, we got a cameo on our last, a uh, last bonus episode and then we're doing an apology cameo for that cameo. And then we'll do an apology cameo for the apology cameo for yeah. the cameo and just kind of keep stacking it and see how long we can go. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Can you ask them to um, sit a certain way? Like, can you just turn your head camera left so I can match <laughs> uh, the next shot with somebody and have a conversation <laughs> back and forth? We haven't tried that yet. Like that to instruct great. them on, on how to sit or, or where to look, but maybe, maybe that's the I next mean, thing. We have been, and I was saying this to Stefan. So we're, we're actually recording a cameo bonus episode tomorrow. That's going to come out this week. And, uh, the cameo that we bought, like we've had an, unbelievable- well, we can tell Sam who it is and you can bleep it out. Dan, we got a cameo from, uh, uh, ah. yeah and he wrote us a song and he's it's, like playing piano the whole time and, oh, and we've so this is all about circumcision he's like perfect, he seems to me to be the perfect cameo person oh, he seems happy was, to do it too yeah you know? it was it's, unbelievable yeah. and we just had unbelievable luck getting good like so we had Polly Shore do an anti-circumcision one then we had Bam Margera do a pro-circumcision one and then know. we had someone a listener get really mad at us for making fun of circumcision. So then we had Joey from Joey's world Tour. He's a fast food review guy on YouTube. Yeah. He, we got him to apologize to that listener for us talking about circumcision. And he went way off book. His cameo was two minutes and 30 seconds long. And he compared circumcision to nuclear war. Um, <laughs> and then, so now we're getting to apologize for the Joey. Joey's world tour video. And it's, and he did it and he wrote a song about, circumcision apologies and it's incredible i have no idea how we've gotten so lucky all these people um, are just like yep we'll 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 do the maximum the maximum amount of effort yeah it's great it's really great stefan what's going on in your social media uh i ran a guy off twitter yesterday yeah this was great i liked this one um so there was the the trump rally in minnesota uh, or Mm -hmm. minneapolis Mm -hmm. um and uh this guy from was it a bit like was it big because to me minnesota doesn't feel like a trump Place. I don't think 
I don't think a lot of them were from in Minneapolis. They, they, Minneapolis? I know, Minneapolis. I think they traveled to uh, the Target Center. Right. Uh, it's the state. Um, it is the one state that uh, the Trump people feel they can win that they didn't win in 2016. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, okay. they, they lost it by like one and a half yeah, percent or something. Close, yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, okay. Michelle Bachman was, was there for a while. So there's, right. you know. Um, I but, just thought Minneapolis was where you lived. Okay. Jesus. Now, do you want me to stand under the sign again? Did that make you happy? Uh, a correspondent from The Blaze uh, posted this video. Anti-Trump protesters in Minnesota stole about 40 hats off the heads of Trump supporters and then lit them on fire at the Trump rally. Hell yeah. They then left the ashes as a vigil against fascism, leaving a fuck Trump sign on the top of the pile. This is tolerance. This is the left. Um, I mean, El Paso was like two months ago, right? And this is some hats. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> well. You can downplay anti-hat violence all you want, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, the hats are expensive. Anti-ha. Uh, <laughs> so this guy... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'll, I will officially apologize. This guy, this guy replied um, with four photos of himself and said, uh, try to take my Trump hat off of me. Uh, and he was a, he's a, a portlier gentleman. Yep. Um, his name was Liquid Gold 1978, uh, which tells me he is uh, 41 years old. And drinks and he, and he motor oil. Pee. Uh, and, uh, so there's one picture of him wearing, wearing the Trump hat. And then there are three pictures of him. Uh, one he's holding, uh, I guess it looks like an AR 15. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen that guy. Yeah. Uh, one of them, he's, he's at a, he's at a range. He's, he's shooting down range. The other one, he has, he has two pistols, although one looks like a flare gun maybe. Um, but I replied to him and I said, you appear to be fast asleep in at least two of these photos. <laughs> And yeah, because the one is really weird because he's like aiming the gun, but he's like sitting on a couch. Yeah, and our friend. So it's like, who, what's he even well, aiming? And he's at? leaning and over. He's and le- and our friend Chris James yeah. uh, photoshopped a pillow in underneath, and it literally yeah. it looks like he's fucking fast. Oh, asleep. it definitely looks like he's sleeping. But no the one question. where he's got the two guns with his arms crossed, his eyes are just closed. Closed. Yeah, like his eyes are fully closed. Um, so the he, flare was really bright. Yeah. He's using the force to aim. <laughs> <laughs> so he he blocked me, and I was like, well, that's. Okay, that's the end of that. That's that's sort of where this was going to go. But then I checked back later in the day, and he had just deleted his entire account. Hell yeah! <laughs> so you know, I feel like uh, you know, cyberbullying is maybe it's it's not. Uh, don't don't be like mean for no reason, but. But see, to me, like that, like what you did is almost like perfect cyberbullying because it's not even like you didn't even it wasn't really that bully. Mean. Like I, I know it caused a bit of a pile on, but to just be like, hey you look like you're asleep. Like it's, you well, know, and when his whole thing is like the replies meant to be like threatening and like, yeah. I'm supposed well, to be intimidating here. Right. Sorry. I mean, go ahead, Sam. Are you, you're bullying the guy who is basically burnishing weapons. Uh, if somebody touches my hat, I, you know, like, I think it's, it's, if anything, it's counter bullying. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think like he's got the weapons, but maybe his threat was anybody touches my hat. I'll delete my account. <laughs> I, yeah, it's I, tough to, to take it from him if you don't know where he lives or what he looks like. No, that's true. Yeah, um, it's just yeah. I like 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 I said, two two of the pictures he's he's fast asleep. One of them he might be asleep. We can't see his face. Yeah. Um, but it was just it's just very funny when the photos are meant to be extremely threatening, and he kind of he looks like a big teddy bear sort of. Right. You know, he he just looks very harmless and and not. Yeah, like you wouldn't if other you, than the guns. If you were like a pro military, like say the U.S. military was putting out like a propaganda video, and they're like, "Yeah, we're protecting this city," you wouldn't show like a guard asleep on watch. No. 
exactly. I, I really would be concerned if uh, our military guys were in the kind of shape that he was in. <laughs> That's also a great point. I he, mean, he might have like narcolepsy. Like, I think he needs like one of the CPAP uh, masks, right? <laughs> that was, oh, I want to mention this because um, uh, I. Sponsor for today. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, yeah. uh, my our friend, uh, friend of the show, Rob Wisman, um, went to CPAC a couple of years back to to film a video for a website we were working for at the time. And my idea for uh, his video was you should bring a CPAP machine and and pretend like you thought it was like a big like CPAP convention <laughs> and like sleep apnea convention. And he was like, no, I that's like a, a one note joke. And I was like, yeah, it's a really good note. Though. Yeah, it's a great note. He didn't do, you don't it, have to do it the whole time. You just do it one time. Yeah. Yeah. But he uh, he, he backed off. He didn't the whole EDM craze has shown us that one note can be very successful that's that's very that's, that's very good john thank uh, you what's going on in your social media well i saw this tweet and i think that this might be the greatest ratio i've ever seen okay uh so this is david p sampson uh he is a writer for cbs sports and he also notes in his bio that he was the first person kicked off of survivor season 28 Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah. And so he uh, he wrote a tweet yesterday. So as as some of our sports listeners will know, the National League Championship Series is going on right now. And uh, Daniel Hudson, a pitcher for the Washington Nationals, uh, missed the first game because he is on paternity leave. His wife gave birth. And so David P. Sampson wrote unreal that Daniel Hudson is on paternity list and missing game one of the NLCS. Only excuse would be a problem with the birth or health of baby or mother. If all is well, he needs to get to St. Louis. Inexcusable. Will it matter? Oh Hashtag God. wait to see. Jesus. Uh, so <laughs> that tweet currently has 41 retweets, 222 faves, and 3,800 replies. That's pretty good. I feel like this happens whenever uh, an athlete uh, leaves for, for, the, for the birth of a, a child or they're on the bereavement list or whatever. There's always, always, always one like, like verified sports writer who's like, now's my time to shine. Yeah. You know, uh, like fuck family. Fuck children, you know? Yeah. You can go to your dad's funeral next week. Don't you know, you know this is sports? This is fucking sports, it, like, li- man. Without fail, it happens every single time. And For it's sure. the same thing. It's just, has he issued an apology or anything yet? Absolutely or not. Just, okay. I mean, he's left yeah. the tweet up and just letting it, he's just letting it happen. No one even cares. Like, it's just like, or sorry, like he, he simply doesn't care. Uh, he said like, he's, it appears he looks like he's a Kurt Schilling fan as okay. well. That's like an earlier yeah, tweet. <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to apologize. He's going to double down. Yeah. And yeah. Kurt Schilling is in the news again, too, because there's uh, there was a rumor going around that uh, he may be in the running for the Phillies uh, manager spot. And I've, I feel like that rumor was started by Kurt Schilling. Well, so that's what and that he was on Cameo that he started the rumor. And um, <laughs> that's the only place you can see him now. He so d- this David P. Sampson guy retweeted or quote tweeted the Kurt Schilling says he's interested in Philly's manager vacancy. And he just wrote, stop the presses and stop the process. Problem solved. Manager search complete. No hashtag wait to see. I so guess that's, that's his, his like catchphrase, I guess. Yeah. yeah like, let's wait to see what happened. I don't know. It's too many hashtags. Like this guy's a grown adult. I think I feel like we're over hashtags now. Like, I don't understand. I thought we were. It's 2019. 
it's uh this is very bad oh are hashtags done i think, I think they they're, are they're pretty yeah close sorry to being sam done, i think seriously yeah do you still do them well i mean cold feet crowder I, <laughs> okay but that is a great hashtag actually i there's this thing you know i have a um i hope this isn't i hope this doesn't uh ruin people's perception of me but i have a um a google alert on my name that's fine yeah and uh I got um, this thing from like trends, like some type of like Twitter trends thing. And it keeps sending me Twitter trend analysis of Steven Crowder's tweets because (laughs) first of all, hashtag um, cold feet Crowder like is somewhere around like 50 to 60% of the hashtags in anything he tweets. It comes up as uh, Crowder. and the words Cedar and debate are always the top, um, the words on his threads now. And so, um, I, I I'd be really sad to find out. Okay, that you're, no, you're no right. Longer. I'm changing my mind. Hashtags are back. Yeah. They're, they're back now. And that sort of actually brings us perfectly into, into our block tail as well. Right? What's with you and doing the fucking I want to segues? do the segue. Well, this, this is the perfect opportunity. Can I do the segue this time? I just did it. It was good, I thought. That was a good segue. You can just say what I said verbatim. Fine, I'll let you do the segue. I you... just did it. I don't, I'm not doing it again. Well, no, but people didn't know that it was so a segue because you never the... do the segues. I know. Okay, I'm doing a segue. Uh, Sam was talking, but I mean, this is okay. Fu- it's okay if you do the segue. I'll okay. allow it. All right. Uh, we, uh, we're, uh, so uh, if you're listening, this is okay that Stefan is I'm doing, doing the, the segue. segue. Sam uh, mentioned uh, the, in, in Stephen Crowder's replies, there's a lot of stuff about uh, debating uh, Sam in the replies. And that brings us perfectly to our, our block tip. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Okay. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tip. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Good work. Nice segue. Maybe I'll let you do them more often. Thank you. Uh, Sam, yeah. we are excited for this. Uh, as Stefan alluded to, uh, you you have a block tail. And this was actually... Oh, I wasn't picking up on that. Did we segue to that? <laughs> I know it is tough. It is. Stefan never I'm, does them. I'm still working is, on it. It is oh, truly sad. Try. Yeah. It was a little subtle. <laughs> Can I? Okay. Do you want to say who your block is? Because I have a guess as to why he blocked you. If you want to just say who it was. <laughs> I think there's a million reasons why he did. But my block, my, my, my blocker. How do you refer to this? Block tail. You, you're telling your. Well, oh, but yeah, I guess blocker. You, I guess you'd, you'd be no, the blocky. You'd be the blocky because yeah. he blocked you. So he's the blocker. Yeah. He's the blocker. Yeah, my yeah. blocker is the blazes dave rubin okay and my guess is you did the thing where you had a tennis ball and you pretended to throw it and then you put it behind your back and he ran off for it and then and then got really pissed off that you didn't actually throw it is that what happened i mean metaphorically it almost that almost lines up okay my guess is you started a hashtag uh dave rubin uh, hashtag bad sandwich You know what? I never did a, a hashtag with Ruben. Okay. Never. Well, it sort of took okay. off organically, though, yeah. what happened. If you want to explain what happened. Well, this yeah. is a great block tale because we do sometimes get guests on this show because of their blocks. They they kind of talk about their blocks on Twitter, and then our listeners will say, hey, you should go on Blocked Party. And that's literally why we're here today. A bunch of that's people right. said, hey, I Sam, I, come on the show. I got yeah. to concede that I didn't. 
know of your podcast. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm always, I'm too busy doing mine. Uh, but then when I saw you in my, um, you know, after somebody said, I think like literally the first response, I'm looking at the tweet now where I, I announced it. Yeah. In fact, why don't I read that? Uh, and then I'll work backwards. It Perfect. was at 11.32 a.m., September 16th. So a little bit uh, less than a month ago. Um, I wrote, it's an end of an era. Now that Dave Rubin has joined Glenn Beck's company and come out as a right-wing propagandist, he has blocked me. I was critical, but always polite with Dave. He would rudely rebut my critique in public, often TPUSA events, that's Turning Points USA events, without actually engaging. Sad. And then I think the first thing, uh, the th the, I'm sorry, the third, the second reply was, go on blocked party. And then... Um, Mr. Doo Penis <laughs> said, yeah. And, that's and I was me. like, yeah. oh, well, I, that's pretty compelling. When Doo <laughs> Penis says, yeah, I say, how high? <laughs> as high as the sign. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, uh, so here I am. And that, this was like, you know, you, you wanted me to tell you what the tweet was. That inspired the block. And I don't think there is one. Oh, really? No. Okay. It was this sort of it was sort of like it just over the years, probably, right? It was exactly. like attrition. Yeah. It was I don't even think it was a straw that broke the camel's back, to be honest with you. I think the back just broke. And so I need to go back a couple years. Hey, probably a freaking uh, paper straw. Those crazy liberals out in California. Just doing uh that seems like a Dave Rubin joke, right? Actually, that was a Dave Rubin joke. And, it, and the reason why I paused was because that was one of the last things that I think I did respond to. <laughs> he did some dumb joke about straws. <laughs> and the straw thing, you know, just so the people know, the reason why we don't do straws is not because of global warming. It's because they um, are killing like sea life. Yeah. Turtles in particular are dying at a massive rates because of straws. So, you know, my six-year-old is dealing with the paper straw thing. We got a couple of steel straws and, you know, get over it. It's, it was the same thing with light bulbs too. Yeah. But anyway, so um, like it just, so you understand like, when you said that straw thing, I think of his straw thing and then I get angry and then I want to tweet at him. Yeah. Again. Um, we'll tweet at him for you. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, uh, Ruben started putting out more uh, stuff and, um, and, and, and I've told the story on my show quite a bit. So if, but uh, I, 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 hopefully none of you have ever heard it or if you haven't, then wait a second. But um, the uh, I when my son was born, my my producers took over the show one day a week. And uh, one of them, um, Matt Binder, who has a, a podcast doomed now. I, like, I used to work with Matt. Matt's great. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, Matt was uh, one of my first producers on the Majority Report. And uh, he came to me. He's like, I want to interview this guy about uh, men's rights activists. And I want to, you know, and, and talk about this Gamergate. And I'm like. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's not politics, but okay, fine. And then like two or three years later, 
uh, all those people are in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I decided, like, I got to pay more attention to what goes on on YouTube. I mean, it's not really politics, but it's like and, and to a certain extent, I had done this with Breitbart for years, like um, uh, just sort of gone on Twitter and try and like, uh, you know, take him on on Twitter um, as as a project. And uh, so Ruben, uh, at one point, I realized like he's coming out with a book and um, he's posi- he's pretending he's a liberal. He would say, I'm the last liberal I believe in. And he would list a bunch of things. One of them was uh, single payer health care. He was for actually three years ago. This might be surprising to people. And he was until people started saying, like, how can you be for limited government and single payer health care, which would be the largest expansion of government in the history of American government? Yeah. Short of like the military and and maybe actually even arguably, well, not bigger than military, but but uh, short of the, the military. And um, and then he realized I have to drop that because it doesn't uh, work. But I was determined that if anybody that if he got any more press, particularly on his book, which he'd been working on for a long time, that nobody could, no reporter could search him at all online without coming up with my tweets about him. That was my agenda. Yeah. And I wanted to debate him, but he got very upset because my um, uh, 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 contributor on my show, Michael Brooks, um, I did a video that uh, our YouTube person titled Dave Rubin's dumb or something like that. <laughs> and so he was going to debate me, but then he saw this uh, YouTube video and he's like, I won't because you, you, you put out a video that attacked me personally. It's an ad hominem, right? Yeah, it was ad hominem. Yeah. And so uh, I, I pulled the video down and I, I punished Michael Brooks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I docked, <laughs> I docked him his uh, cafeteria privileges <laughs> For like two weeks at the majority report cafeteria, he wasn't allowed to get like, couldn't get any sides, couldn't get any dessert. So just main course only. Yeah. Well, that's no tough. Utensils. Wow. So he had to bring in his own utensils. So he was punished. And I told Dave that. And, and then he, he refused to engage with me after that. He, and uh, so that was like two years ago. And I, have been tweeting at him constantly to the point where I guess it was about in July, Joe Rogan had um, Eric Weinstein on. Do you know who that guy is? He's one of the members of the intellectual dark web. That's right. Yeah. And he's, um, he works for Peter Thiel. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he's like some type of like quant or something, some type of like analyst or CFO or something yeah. like that. And he was on Joe Rogan, and I don't know how it came up, but he said, there's a strange thing going on now. There's, uh, there's this guy, Sam Cedar, and they're going after Dave Rubin. And uh, every time Dave tweets, there's hundreds of replies in his tweets <laughs> saying, debate Sam Cedar. <laughs> and it's like... Um, it's like he's a wounded caribou and uh, they're trying to like isolate him and take him out. And when I heard that, I thought, 
that's exactly what I'm doing. I am, uh, that is actually, yes, that is uh, pretty astute. I am trying to uh, call the herd of those guys and taking the weakest one out first, because that's what you do. Yeah. Like if you are hunting a prey, you take the, the weakest, slowest one, you grab that one at the end, and then you just keep uh, climbing up. And, um, and uh, then, you know, of course, that was a way of making Dave feel worse because people started calling him like Caribou Dave. And sometime between July, because he took August off, he goes off of, you know, he, he makes a big deal of I'm off Twitter because I have a real life that's not has nothing to do with social media. Of course, his whole life is built around social yeah. media. Yeah, I mean, that's his job. Uh, he's on YouTube. And um, and then he came back in September and knew the book was coming out. And I think he must have, I, you know, I don't check what he's tweeting at all times. It just didn't occur to me that there was stuff that I hadn't seen a tweet from him in a while. And I went and there it was. I was blocked. So that happened in the first couple of weeks of September. It took about two or three years. And I'm convinced that he had me muted. But he and and he had blocked. You know, you can do that mass block thing where you block someone's followers. Yes. I think he had blocked everybody who followed me. Okay, just just to clear out his replies. Because every time I would tweet out a, uh, you know, retweet and comment a Dave Rubin tweet. Every one of my followers like, I can't see it. Been blocked. (laughs) He blocked me. And um, and I think he had muted me. But I think at one point he was just like, I can only imagine the, the amount of thought that went into, should I block Sam now? Like, because it was clearly something he wanted to do, but he could never give me the satisfaction. And this is how juvenile he is. I don't feel like I am satisfied at all. I, um, it's just, it's a little bit more inconvenient for me now. Yeah. Cause you have to open in, in, in like a, a private tab or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To see his yeah. tweets. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, uh, or I have maybe a sock puppet or something like yeah. that. So, Caribou and Dave. That's the story of being blocked. Finally, he blocked me. <laughs> and in some ways, I feel like he, I can feel his relief. And <laughs> that bothers me. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll get our listeners to get on his case. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing worse you can say to Dave Rubin. And and I I don't want to do this thing where it's like I'm accused of suggesting to people that they go to his uh talks or his stand-up shows or go on college campuses when he's sponsored by Turning Points USA. And they go there and they say, Why won't you debate Sam Cedar? You blocked him on Twitter and he never said anything offensive to you, and you're all for free speech. I don't want to be accused of encouraging people to do that. But I also don't want to be accused of discouraging people. <laughs> I see what you're putting down here. We're, yeah, we're picking I, I think, it up. Yeah. I think I'm picking it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a, that was a great block. A too. great block. And Thank we actually, you, we, we've got a great listener block this week too. And if you would like to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blocked This one comes in from our friend. Could, Jor- I, could I resend mine? <laughs> Yeah, you can. We'll yeah. read it again. Yeah, we'll read it again. We'll, okay. re- we'll read it as from a fan. Yeah. This one comes in from uh, 
Sam. <laughs> uh, this is from Jordan. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he says, this is a, a bit of an unconventional block tale due to the fact that I was never blocked by the subject account, uh, nor was it my main account. We've all seen that art decider account that replies with art to Lin-Manuel Miranda tweets about how great it is to wake up on Monday, dog vines, gritty tweets, or don't reply at all to some Portland guy that tagged him in his picture of a chicken nugget dinner. <laughs> It's inoffensive and harmless, but it's super obnoxious nonetheless. I thought it would be funny to create a duplicate of the account and reply art to things that the regular account wouldn't. Uh, So I just made uh, the account art decider, but with an underscore underneath art decider. Every detail of their account was replicated except for the underscore in my handle. For the first couple months, I just got tagged from people that mistook me for the real account and I didn't go out of my way to mess with them. But eventually the main account caught wind of this and broke character to make a public post warning people of my account (laughs) and urging them to report me. This led to hordes of Hillary wine mums with Game of Thrones usernames responding to every tweet of mine. I was blocked by many of them and several unhealthy individuals even DM'd entire paragraphs at me. The height of the bit was when I took the main account's post about me, uh, the one about reporting him, and copied it, but I replaced the screenshot of their account instead of mine. So, <laughs> so this I just on Star Trek. It's a great bit. Uh, this just opened me up to even more harassment. These people could not comprehend that I was just taking the piss. They thought I was trying to steal clout. Since the real account would retweet their owner's main awful funny or die tweets, I would too, leading to getting blocked by the art decider owner. But I was never blocked by art decider themselves for some reason. After nearly a day since my harassment began, my account was finally suspended with no chance at reactivation. So in a way, it was the ultimate block. And they've recorded, uh, uh, they sent us 25 attachments uh, (laughs) from people getting so pissed at this account. Uh, So here's one. uh, This person wrote, pathetic. You have no ideas or humor or creativity of your own. So you have to steal someone else's. And And this is is about the account that replies art to other tweets. Art or not art. Yeah. Uh, So just just to make things clear. That's the whole thing they do. That's their entire (laughs) thing. Much like people tagged Sam for our show, people will tag Art Decider and be like, is this art? Or they'll send something into Art Decider and be like, is this art? And they just literally only ever tweet art or not art. That's it. So this is the idea that this person's stealing. So they wrote, yeah, no ideas or humor or creativity of your own. So you have to steal someone else's. And they just wrote not art. Uh, someone, uh, then there's like a Hiller, a couple Hillary memes. Someone wrote, you're a fraud and have been reported. Uh, another person wrote, uh, someone wrote, is this art to the art decider fake one? And they just wrote, I don't know. <laughs> IDK. And then the person wrote, I can't believe they answered with this. Um, and then I appreciate the amount of effort that went into this. This is so great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's a really good, I'll skip a bunch of these memes, but there was a really funny DM where the person wrote, uh, Hey, people like you are the lowest scum of the earth. Do you think your mom is proud of you for having no creativity and just stealing other people's ideas? The world is full of ideas. Just have one every day. You get to look at yourself and you only get to see a copier. And then the per and then the, the, the Jordan. How how old was the person who tweeted that? Do it, you know? It looks like an. Ad- this is DM'd, and this is it looks like an adult from the very tiny screen cap I can see here. And then they just uh, Jordan replied with the like uh, the 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 um, comic the comic, the comic just panel like, the person closing the person's mouth and is like shh let people enjoy things. <laughs> 
And so then they wrote back, no, it's not you enjoying something. It's you taking something from someone else. It's you being lazy. It's you not being creative. It's you taking advantage of someone. Nobody fucking likes people who steal shit and reposts them. Do you have no friends in real life? Is that the problem? You have to get some likes on a social media to fill the void inside you. It won't work. Lazy shits like you are never fulfilled. You deserve to feel ashamed and bad about yourself. Calling you scum was an insult to scum. Honestly, like, wow, congrats. You made lots more people hate you. Literally look at all the at replies and realize the world doesn't revolve around you. You can't just steal content without consequences. And then Jordan just reposted the same comic again. And then the person blocked. Him. <laughs> Jordan, that's wonderful. Thank you so Very much. Good. Thank you for sending that in. Uh, just great. Just a lovely block. Uh, so yeah, if you would like to send in your own, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party, where $5 a month gets you three bonus episodes every month. This is our first month of doing three. And like we said, we have a cameo episode coming up this week. Should we announce our guests? Yeah, we can. Uh, we have uh, internet funny men. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's accurate. <laughs> Drill and Derek, who on Twitter is at Ederk, uh, and uh, they're going to be joining us for a cameo episode tomorrow. So that's going to be fantastic. That'll be coming out sometime this week. We also have some newsletters up on the Patreon. You can follow us at Twitter uh, and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod and uh rate and review on itunes rate and review on itunes and episode 50 is coming up we want to have chrissy tigan on the show for episode 50 so please tweet at her be respectful be nice but tweet at her to come on the show we think it might happen we've we, we've got a plan and we think we think it could happen so keep that up uh it's been fantastic all of you doing that uh we do appreciate it Okay, Sam, we're now at the end of the show. We like to close the show every week by having our guests suggest a topic for a top three for us. What do you have? Uh, I, uh, let's see, top three. Um, it can be anything. Three things I had to eat yesterday. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I like that. All right. Do you want to go first? What's your number three? My number three? Yeah. Uh, I had a question about this. Yeah. This is not chronological, right? This is just like faves. Yeah. Well, you're the one who set the topic, so you can do <laughs> okay. literally whatever so you want. Yeah. Three is going to be the third favorite, favorite thing yeah, yeah. Okay. today Perfect. to eat. And that will be uh, two hard-boiled eggs. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Where I start my day out every day. Every day, two hard-boiled eggs. Almost every day. Maybe not the weekends, but uh, two hard-boiled eggs. I got to get back on the hard-boiled egg tip. I used to do that. and uh, So convenient. It's so, so convenient, easy. yeah. Do you have a little egg cooker or... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. What? No, it's a boiled water. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do have to get back on that. I got it back. Uh, I don't like eggs. Oh. What do you mean an egg cooker? There's a little... I used to have this little egg cooker and it's this little thing and you and you put the... You fill it some water at the bottom. There's a little compartment for water. And yeah, then and, and then you put well, but then you, and then you put the eggs in these little slots, and then you put this little plastic cover on on top, and it just boils them perfectly. Uh, that is um, honestly, <laughs> I mean, one of the most wasteful uh, products I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. It's great, I love it. Uh, I I'll go with number three. I started out with yeah. a uh, I was in a rush yesterday morning, so I had a Starbucks breakfast sandwich. Uh, that was good. Sausage and no. I ate three things yesterday, and this is the third best right. thing. Uh, sausage and cheddar breakfast sandwich. Not not great. No? No. Okay. No. Very greasy. I can imagine. Yeah. I'm not, not a big breakfast not sandwich Not a big fan. fan. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, this is going to be 
this is going to be real cheating for me because okay. yesterday Becca and I went to a small plates restaurant for dinner. Oh, shit. so okay. <laughs> this is perfect. It is our favorite restaurant in Vancouver. It's called Nightingale. It's amazing. Uh, if you're familiar with the restaurant Hawksworth, David Hawksworth is like a legendary chef. This is his other restaurant and it's also great. Uh, so yeah, I mean, literally all of the dishes I'm going to say are from this dinner I had last night. Cause yesterday my day was unexceptional. I had a smoothie for breakfast. Like I ate a bunch of shit yesterday. Now so. you're trying to throw in more stuff. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just smoothie. I'm just, <laughs> that's, four. that is not. <laughs> No, it's like number six. Well, no, a smoothie was probably better than the salad. So, I had but you lunch. are getting into the other stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying the other things I had because I'm just all the things I'm going to say I had for dinner were better than those. Okay, things. so get into those things then. Fuck this is top, it's not top seven. Listen, I wasn't trying to rank them. I just said <sighs> those I were get, the other things I had. Will I get to say two more things? Yeah, you get to say number two and number one. No, I mean, <laughs> I want four and five. No. <laughs> It's oh, totally top three for our guests. I can do a top nine. Uh, so the, okay. Number three was a uh, focaccia bread. It was, uh, it was, a. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. They have a, they, they'd also do pizzas at this restaurant. So they did the focaccia in the oven with uh, pecorino Romano and uh, garlic butter on it. And it was unbelievable. That does sound really good. It was basically like crazy bread, but you, but, extremely good crazy bread okay that it was does, fantastic that sounds that sounds great. so that's my number three sam what's your number two uh i had uh two slices of pizza Ooh, Ooh what kind just uh, regular regular cheese. pizza yeah okay. cheese pizza okay. okay so it was a two topping pizza yeah it was one of like uh i i one of the things i really actually enjoy doing is uh walking down the street in new york and eating you can't really do that in vancouver we have some I mean, like sort of slice pizza places, but yeah. But the the New York pizza is so good. Yeah, I'll do it with sandwiches too. I'm not a I'm not a like I'll walk and eat pizza. I I can't do sandwiches because I, I feel like New York is just sandwiches. more. Connection. Did you ever see the French Connection? Uh, I haven't seen it. I actually have not seen it. Oh, it's actually uh, worth uh, seeing. But uh, there's a scene where um, Gene Hackman is eating a sandwich. I think, and he's he's. He may be talking to, I can't remember exactly now if he's like uh, harassing uh, a uh, stoolie. That's what they used to call him <laughs> back then. And asked him if he's ever been to Poughkeepsie, which of course is where the prison is. Um, and he's eaten on, uh, and I, I saw that at a very young age. And I always thought like, if I go to New York, I'm just going to eat on the street all the time. And I still, like decades later, it's still one of the most enjoyable you're, things. You're living me. the dream. Yeah, I'm living it. That's cool. Uh, my number two is also pizza. I had some leftover pizza nice. uh, for dinner. What kind of pizza? Uh, pesto uh, and cheese. Oh my god! Yeah, it was solid. Did you have it inside or? I did. Yeah, I got it. Was it was leftover from the night before? So I had some when yeah. I when I got home. He walked around his apartment. I did walk around the apartment. Say, yeah. Uh, don't don't sleep on the idea of heating that thing up and then taking a walk around the block. It was raining pretty hard. I think at that. Yeah, or, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it was well. It was, cold or it was rainy yeah i guess well, maybe next time i'll give it a go where was it from uh fire pizza on oh, commercial okay. pretty good that's decent yeah not i bad. mean you live right beside one of the best pizza places in the city but I've, i go there too much though okay that's so, fair yeah your number two my number two is uh roasted brussels sprouts that's mm -hmm. they do uh, a roasted brussels sprouts with sherry vinaigrette concord grapes and pine nuts incredible they roast wow. them. Per they roast them perfectly, and it just tastes so good. Yes, pine nuts. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's it. Was fen it's we, phenomenal. We were all it's, lied it's to about Brussels sprouts as children, right? Yeah, that they were bad. Yeah, because they kick ass. They kick ass. They're really good. Yeah, very good. Sam, what's your number one? 
My number one was uh, spinach baba ganoush. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I never had it before, and I saw it, and I was just grabbing something. I mean, I had crackers, too, with it, but um, that was really not, you know, the crackers really were incidental. Yeah. And the spinach baba ganoush, it's it's better than regular baba ganoush. Interesting. I don't think I, I've never had it with spinach in it. I, I never had it either. That's nice. Does it have? Does it taste more like a spinach dip? I mean, obviously it, there's spinach in it, it but it, is the flavor not profile as eggplanty as your regular baba ganoush, right. which sometimes I find is too eggplanty. Right. Okay. The spinach balances it out nicely. That is good. You was it to, just like a uh, like a big brand, like a store brand, or was it a kind of a boutique? Uh, it was like a you know a, a Brooklyn-y, like you know, I don't know, like a. You know, a little foodie yeah, yeah. type of thing. Okay. Sweet. Nice. I'll have to give that a try. Uh, the supermarket was too big and I needed to get something. I understand. Was, I get that. Uh, my number one, I went to uh, a, a Vancouver restaurant called Meat and Bread. Mm. Uh, and I got a meatball sandwich. Mm. And it was delicious. Mm. I love meat and bread. You know, they just do sandwiches. And it's and good. They're nice and simple. You should have walked around while you eat it. I should have. I didn't. But uh, you next had a time lot of walking foods yesterday, Sam, but yeah. did no walking. Miss, I missed out. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, it is too but bad. But next time I will. Okay. John? My number one was... Kind of like eating baba ganoush as you're walking, too. It gets a little messy, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, but carrying around your little charcuterie board in one hand, and then uh, <laughs> it's very it's very, it's very tough. Uh, I My number one is uh, Arctic char. Okay. That was my uh, the Not main a dish. Food. No, no. It was, uh, it was Arctic char uh, baked in a lemon chive beurre blanc with, uh, with lemon potatoes underneath, and it was mwah, delightful. That does sound wonderful. I had a really good dinner last night, and we went to Cirque du Soleil after, so it was a pretty good little date night. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. Jeez. I watched Terminator 2. So. Same thing. It's, it's still pretty Vancouver good. really living the life. <laughs> Well, that's that's how we do. We can't afford real estate here, so we just have to live a, a bougie lifestyle. Got to go to the circus ways. every so often. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which uh, version of Cirque du Soleil uh, was, it was it? The erotic one? Uh, I wish. God, that'd be sweet. Uh, no, it was the. It was called Luzia, and it's it's a new one. I think it, it just started in 2017. It was the. Uh, it was a. Uh, the subtitle was a waking dream of Mexico. Oh, cool. So it was pretty cool. All the music was very like mariachi inspired, like a lot of flamenco guitar and horns and um, kind of marching band esque drums. Uh, they had some Spanish opera in it. Um, and then also uh, dudes doing stunts in Lucha masks. So damn, can't argue with that. It was phenomenal. I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to Cirque du Soleil, Sam, but uh, I have actually, I went to uh, one in uh, Vegas. Yes. Oh, I saw O, and I think I've seen one other one, too. I would love to see O. Becca and I were actually just talking about that one last night. And contrary to popular belief, Stefan, that is not the erotic one. Oh. Um, o is the water one. Okay. Oh, I, th- that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And it, it yeah, was you're thinking of, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was thinking of that. Was it? Yeah. Did you like it, Sam? Um, yeah, I did. I think it's almost impossible to not like it. Like, I, 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 mean, I honestly can't imagine going like I could see someone maybe being like, oh, I don't know that it was worth the price, uh, right. d- depending on how much you paid for a ticket. Like, I think the tickets are pretty reasonable. I think our tickets were like 60 bucks or something. I think it's quite reasonable, but I, that's an argument. Maybe I could see someone making. But to say you didn't like it, I almost don't. I almost don't know. If sponsored you could by not a Cirque like du Soleil. This episode? I wish we were. They make a, almost a billion here. You want to not like and it's annoying, but it's usually just there's they just do stuff that's just too impressive 
exactly. to not appreciate it. Totally. Hey, that's how, what like, I would say. You're watching human beings do stuff that you could never possibly imagine doing. 100%. And the costumes and the music are always so good. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the that's the part I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sam, for joining us. Uh, before, we, we, before we leave, is there anything that you would like to plug? Is there anything I'd like to plug? Well, yes. yeah. Um, folks, I don't want to discourage you if you see Dave Rubin uh, from saying, why won't you debate Sam Cedar? Are you dodging Sam Cedar? And also, this is also really important, too, uh, if I can get two plugs. Yeah, you can. You can have as many as you want. If you see Steven Crowder and he's on your campus and he's doing one of those change my mind where he grabs college kids who don't know that they're about to have a debate and sits them down to debate with them, what you should do is sit down and go, Ask Sam Cedar this question. <laughs> Ask Sam Cedar this question and videotape it. And I promise you, we will play it on our show. Fantastic. Beautiful. And that show is Majority Report, which airs every day yeah, on whatever. YouTube. Just send it to <laughs> me. Okay. And you can send it to Sam on Twitter at Sam Cedar, S E D E R. That's right. All right. Well, Wonderful. Again, Thank Sam. you so much, Sam, for thanks, joining guys. us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, patreon.com slash block party. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.